Hi, welcome to the Worthy Physician Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Sapna Shah-Hawk, a board-certified internal medicine physician. Keep life simple. You are human. You are worthy. Remember what matters to you. Our goal is to help physicians remember this and to make it a reality through addressing various components of physician burnout via podcast. This is meant to be used as a tool to help guide physicians. It does not take place of professional medical help. Opinions reflected in this are my own. All right. So as we wrap up the year, it's interesting to see medicine referenced on social media, and social media is not really my thing. But I do find some of the physicians on social media as far as videos on TikTok. I think it's I think it's quite funny. Quite quite spot on. Dr. Glockenflecken is actually one of my favorites, particularly when Ortho is asking medicine to do an admission or uh, the nephrology fellowship interview. I thought that was they're all great, but those two are two of my favorite. So my question is, is medicine a career of golden handcuffs or a career of golden opportunity? And let's define golden handcuffs. Golden handcuffs, uh, proverbially, handcuffs are something that bind you. Golden handcuffs are just maybe a little bit more flashy, a little bit fancier. That it's Medicine might be one of the only ways to create a living that one has become accustomed to. There is prestige with an MD. But you also have to remember the time that one puts in to studying to become a doctor. Not just undergrad, not just medical school, not just residency. Maybe even fellowship. And then also the time when you're trying to build a practice if you are in private practice. Or if you go into academia or another area where maybe the income is not as much as private practice really depends on your specialty. Here's the thing. We forget about the income loss during, let's say, medical school and residency. That's at least seven years. The debt for medical school is incredible. So golden handcuffs? Maybe. Or is it a golden opportunity because of all the people that we meet throughout our journey to become a physician? The connections we make, what we learn, we see people at their most vulnerable state. How can we not learn about that? How can we not apply that to our own lives to become more resilient, to increase our learning capacity where there might be empathy or how to be grateful how to be gracious. I've learned that from patients. Something I already knew, but they enforced it. So I think that this is a career of golden opportunity to do something like this out of my house in my free time. Hopefully to help at least one person. Because I lost, I lost my best friend to suicide. Maybe it is a golden opportunity 
because I have the ability to help shape medicine for when I'm old enough to be a complex patient or to find my replacement because of training or helping medical students, residents, physicians that are slightly younger than me but still younger or still early in their career, people that want to go into medicine. They need to know what they're actually up against. Entrepreneurs, we see things differently. We see the needs of patients. We see how to communicate with them, which is not something that big business, big pharma politicians see. How do we communicate that to the parties in command? How do we make that change for our patients, for ourselves? So I think that this is a career a calling, a way of life that has untapped potential. We just have to recognize it in ourselves and figure out how to maneuver it. We as physicians are, we think on our toes, we think under pressure, we know how to delegate, and we know how to get multiple things done at the same time because of all that. So I think we have the tools to problem solve, to become efficient, to energize. How do we tap into that? How do we market it? How do we explain it to the residents that follow us? How do we explain that to the pre-med students, the medical students? There's so much untapped energy in this in this field, particularly, I think, in the next coming five to ten years as technology, whether we like it or not, is will be huge in medicine more than what it is now. How are we going to drive that? Because if we do not get behind it, we will be consumed by it. So might as well learn it now. So instead of saying that this is a career of golden handcuffs, if you don't like clinical medicine... Sit down with a financial advisor and see what it would take to transition. Consider cutting back. Consider going into non-clinical. There are so many things that you can do to maneuver. And of course, debt is part of it. But is there a good debt? Or is it debt that has been accumulated, such as a luxury car payment, that is not necessary? Is it a big house that a three-bedroom house versus a six-bedroom house will furnish you just as well? And, of course, I'm not judging, but these are things that sometimes we get caught up in. Again, going back to prestige. Those things don't make you happy. The luxury car, the big house. What makes you happy, like Dr. Hampton said, is internal. And a lot of that may or may not come from what you do on a daily basis. If you're not happy with where you are in life career-wise, make a change. Easier said than done for some. But sit down. Look at your finances. Look at what type of debt has been accumulated. Is it education? Or is it material things?
the material things can be liquidated, cut back, make that pivot. Hopefully it leads to more happiness. And sometimes there are programs to help eliminate debt, educational debt. I really wish um, some of these conversations would happen during medical school as well as during residency regarding finances. Audiobooks are great. Podcasts are great. There are so many resources out there to listen to for minimal cost, sometimes free. Take advantage of those things within your commuting. Laying awake because of insomnia or going for a, a run. Listen to something that will add maybe a little bit of value. Again, not everything is taught in residency. Life is still the biggest classroom. As we close out the year, take an inventory. Every aspect of life. Are you happy? What are your shimmers? What are your glimmers? Which play box? Is it your play box or is it your work box that needs to be expanded? Which one needs to shrink? Going back to my discussion with Dr. Bean. It's okay to be human, and quite frankly, it's still okay to play. Happy New Year. Thank you for joining us today. This concludes the podcast. Subscribe, tell a friend, follow us at www.theworthyphysician.com. Remember, you are worthy. You are human. Take care.